This is the Kasuth Podcast Network, where your trusted advisors are at your fingertips or in your earbuds. At Kasuth, we are an accounting and advisory firm with a team of specialists in a variety of industries, everything from cybersecurity to healthcare consulting to everything in between. I'm Tara Arrington, and I'm your host. As an ex-journalist turned marketing professional, I'm the non-expert who will be chatting with our experts, giving you all the tips and tricks you need to help your business succeed. Today on the Kasuf Podcast Network, we are joined by principal and financial planner, Michelle Pike. Uh, Michelle works with um, Kasuf and Kasuf Wealth Advisors, and she offers financial planning and wealth management services to a variety of clients. So welcome back to the podcast, Michelle. Thanks, Sarah. So today we're going to talk about um, something called 529 Day, which some people may not be familiar with. 529 means what it sounds like. It's May 29th. And most people probably think, oh, start of the summer season. But actually, it's known as National College Savings Day. And why is 529 Day known as that? What, what ties with that, Michelle? Well, 529 plans are the college savings vehicle that came into existence a couple decades ago. Um, And it's not actually just college savings. You can actually use 529 plans for um, some private school tuition for K through 12 also. But it's an exciting day to think about saving for your kid's education or maybe even your grandkid's education. Right. So something that I know um, you've told me about 529 plans is, you know, what's, you know, the value of actually taking advantage of this particular kind of plan versus just like putting money, you know, away in your in your bottom drawer for your child's education is you actually have some tax savings um, with this varying state by state. Is that right? That's correct. There's a couple of different ways to save, and I'll just kind of focus on Alabama. As you put the money in, a single person in Alabama can put, you can put in um, a large amount of money, but we're just talking about the amount that you can deduct from your taxes. You can deduct $5,000 for your state taxes if you're single and $10,000 if you're married filing jointly if you put it into an Alabama 529 plan so that's the key is to put it in the Alabama 529 plan if you're a resident in Alabama you can put it in any state's plan sponsored plan but Alabama um, is the one that you get a state to tax deduction it's a little confusing the way that different states sponsor 529 mm-hmm. plans, and I think this is where people get kind of caught up a little bit. It doesn't matter where you go to school. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you live. Every state in this country sponsors a 529 plan, and the reason is it's to protect the taxability later when you take those withdrawals. So when you put the money into the 529 plan, you're able to get a tax deduction if you're in Alabama, put in the Alabama plan. But the best part about the 529 plan is it's going to grow tax-free, and then when you withdraw it, it's going to be federally tax-free. And then if you're in the Alabama plan, it's going to be state tax-free when you take those withdrawals, if they're for college education or a qualified K-12 through education. Right. And I think something that probably confuses people, too, in thinking like, oh, I'm putting it in this Alabama plan. They have to go to college in Alabama. It's probably people thinking about like the PAC program that doesn't exist anymore, um, which was more like a... kind of more like a payment plan than like the 529 plan right it was more of a prepaid plan so Mm -hmm. you you can be in any state's plan and go to school wherever you want to you really just 
want to pay attention if you're an Alabama resident to be in the Alabama plan so you can get that state tax deduction when it goes in and you don't have to pay state tax when it comes out. Right. And something else, you know, I think people may think about like, oh, well, what if my child gets um, gets a scholarship for their tuition, which is awesome. But um, Super awesome. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for for my um, daughter. But um, something I know you've mentioned, but you, can, you don't have to use it just for tuition, right? Because it can go for your books or uh, some housing expenses, correct? That's exactly right. Yes, books, equipment, room and board. And even if your child, I mean, I know most of our kids go freshman year, they live in the dorm, and then after that, they're too cool for the dorm. Mm-hmm. So you want to move into your apartment. So you can actually use that 529 plan for the exact amount that the school has stated that room and board costs. Mm -hmm. So if your child's going to go to Alabama, roll tide, (laughs) then um, you're going to look up um, how much would it cost if they were in the dorm. Mm -hmm. So let's say that's $10,000. So then if it's $10,000 that it's stated on the website that that's how much it costs, you can take that $10,000 and apply it to apartment. Mm -hmm. So if your apartment costs... 12000 then you just can use ten. If it's less, um, you use the lesser amount. So mm-hmm. that's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. You can you can pay for an apartment off campus as long as you stay under the amount mm-hmm. that the, the school is going to charge you for a dorm. Yeah, I, that, that's, I didn't know that either. That's awesome because, yeah. like you said, freshman year dorms are pretty cool. But after that, I mean, come on. You know, <laughs> I don't know. But you did mention scholarships, so that's one thing that people um, are also have a concern about. And one thing I hope that my daughters have is scholarships. So we're not punished. Those of us parents or grandparents that have put money into that 529 plan, if our child gets a scholarship, you can take that money out um, of the 529 plan that you put in. You only pay tax if there's any earnings on it, but there's no penalty. Mm-hmm. So really, you're you're not much worse off than if you had just saved it um, on your own. You know, you mm-hmm. still pay tax on the earnings, but you're only going to pay it when it comes out, as opposed to if you've been saving it, you know, in an investment account, you're paying taxes every year. Mm-hmm. So you're really not punished. So I wouldn't stop you um, from saving for college in a 529 plan account for fear of scholarships. Mm-hmm. So. And it doesn't, like, your savings in a 529 plan, it doesn't matter how old the children are when you start doing that? No. Earlier the better. <laughs> we all know how much cost. I, lo- I just looked it up this morning. So, speaking of Alabama, it, the cost this next year is going to be about $30,000. And I looked up Vanderbilt, which is a, a private school, you know, nearby. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of kids think about going to, and it's $76,000 mm-hmm. this year to go to school. They're all in room and board. Right. So, Yes, the earlier the better. You can start a 529 plan whenever. Um, you can start it for your grandkids, start it for your own kids. Mm-hmm. I know we have some for um, our kids, and then when we get gifts or, um, you know, random holidays that the, the grandparents want to give us, $50 or $100, mm-hmm. we go ahead and just deposit that right into their 529 plan because we don't need any more junk at our house. <laughs> so I would rather put it towards college. So. Mm-hmm. Anybody can make a contribution into your child's 529 plan. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I guess um, you know when you when it's when you're ready to start doing it, do, doing the 529 plan. Like, do you, do you need to work with a professional for help, or is it something most people can kind of figure out on their own? Or what do you think? 
I think a professional can help you um, decide how much to save because that's you don't want to overfund. You don't want to put too much into these accounts. Mm -hmm. So a professional is going to help you kind of lay out what your goals are. Not every parent wants to fully pay for college, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. You know, I worked a little bit in college, and some other parents want their kids to have a little skin in the game. So, Mm -hmm. you know, there's some balancing that you need to do about how much you want to save and thinking about, you know, private school, public school. So I think professionals really are helpful in that goal setting of how much can you afford to save. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't want to sacrifice our own retirement for our kids' college education. So there's a lot to balance. But when it comes down to the actual mechanics of setting up a 529 plan, you can use a professional to help you or, for example, Alabama's website, um, collegecounts529.com, mm-hmm. is very user-friendly. You just go in the the parent becomes the owner, you name the beneficiary, um, you're able to pick an investment. And this is the great thing about 529 plans is that most 529 plans have age-based investment decisions. Mm-hmm. So my child that is now 16, when I opened up her account when she was born, it was very aggressive. It was based because she was zero years old. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much 100% in the stock market. And now as I look at it, now she's 16 and two years from college, it is primarily in cash and bonds of fixed income. So mm-hmm. they call it age-based because it's moving, following your child's age through their life and becoming more conservative the closer they get to college. Yeah. So because it's set up like that, you really don't need to know anything about investing mm-hmm. um, to open a 529 plan. You just put your child's age in mm-hmm. and pick age space. I mean, they have other options too, target funds, or you can pick individual investing. But if you're not that familiar or you just, myself included, don't want to be emotionally attached <laughs> as the stock market's going up and down, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just allowing it the, the plan to pick the investments and base it on her age. Mm-hmm. So, it's very user user friendly. Yeah, that's very nice. I mean, as opposed to you know, if you were just trying to do it on your own and fi- figure it out, and that that would be pretty tough, I would imagine. Right. Well, I think <laughs> tough or not, you get emotionally you know emotionally tied to it. Cause oh, I, for sure. I yeah. know as the stock market's gone down and my daughter's getting older, I'm more and more tempted to to make changes. But I'm just going to stay my course. So. Mm-hmm. That's what a professional also helps you do. Just kind of stay the course on that. Right. For sure. Well, anything else you think about um, 529 plans or college savings in general that you think is helpful to know? Um, Some things that we just mentioned um, um, earlier, the couple new rules that came out in the last few years are, and just to be aware of, they allow you now to take out $10,000 in the lifetime of you um, for a student loan. So if you get to the end of your 529 plan Mm -hmm. and the end end of your college you get to the end of your college career and you still have money left um you and you took out some student loans along the way or a family member took out student loans you can apply ten thousand dollars take out ten thousand dollars out of your 529 plan and pay off a student loan okay and the other thing is that tuition for k through 12 if you have a private um private school that you're paying for Mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of clients that do that that have kids in a private elementary school and so they make that as a couple you know in Alabama you can contribute Mm $10,000 to get the state tax deduction and then they use that money 
then they take the money out and pay for the private school. They get that tax deduction. Mm -hmm. So it's a neat, there's a couple little planning techniques that once I sit down with clients, kind of going through some Mm -hmm. withdrawal strategies or contribution strategies for different situations that that are pretty helpful in the law. Mm -hmm. Something else we didn't mention is that you can easily transfer the money. So let's say um, your first child is finished with college and they still have that money left Mm -hmm. and you have a second child. You can easily transfer that money into another beneficiary's name as long as they're in the same family. Mm -hmm. So, or I could, I still tease my kids if they don't use their college, all their college money, I'm gonna go back and get get another degree, you know, Mm -hmm. something more fun, you know, (laughs) with with some of their 529 plan Mm -hmm. money. So it's not lost, and I've even seen um, people take it and their kids have not used it and still have some money left, and so then they've transferred it down to the next generation for then their grandkids. So Mm -hmm. you can keep transferring it to other family members. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a nice nice benefit of these plans. Mm -hmm. Or your niece and nephew that didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. their parents didn't save as much, so you're able to, to help them out. Right. And then um, it, I know we've been talking about college, but I mean, your 529 plan money could also go to graduate school or medical school or anything like that as well, right? Yes, any accredited university. Okay. So. so, you know, if you're going to have a child in college for a while, yes, um, you know, if they're going one of those graduate routes, maybe, maybe put a little bit more in. Yes, <laughs> yes. There's definitely some strategies that we can, can help people with about thinking about when to use the money, how much to save to get there, taking, because sometimes it's advantageous to take loans um, if the interest rates are lower and then we save the 529 plan for, you know, a graduate degree or, you know. Mm -hmm. Everybody's a little bit different, but there's some cool planning that you can do Mm -hmm. um, with the 529 plans. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. This has been very helpful, and I'm sure it'll be very helpful to a lot of folks as they're preparing their savings journey. As you said, it's never too soon to start, is it? No. And happy 529 day to you. That's right. Happy 529 day to you. Thanks for tuning in. All right. Thank you for tuning in to the Kasuf Podcast Network. Resources for today's episode are linked in the episode notes. Thank you to our producer, Russ Dorsey, and for Kasuf powering this podcast. Be sure to stay up to date on new episodes and more information about today's episode by following at Kasufco. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.